Welcome to Flicks. My name's Daniel Swan. This is episode 67, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss the much anticipated Baby Driver, Edgar Wright's ode to music and car chases. We've got 11 minutes of spoiler free chat, followed by lots of spoiler filled. The biggest spoiler, however, this isn't a film about a baby that can drive a car. Sorry. Gentlemen, start your engines for our review of Baby Driver. Why not, ladies? Ladies also. Ladies and gentlemen, engines on for the Baby Driver review. Slick. Slick. Those tyres. Okay, so, Baby Driver... (laughs) Edgar Wright, uh, Edgar Wright being one of the uh, a director out there with a uh, not the largest back catalogue of films, but a fairly consistently high bar. What films are Edgar Wright? From? So first off, he did Fistful of Fingers, which is more just a kind of super super low budget, nothing you know, kind of thing. Uh, but in terms of his first kind of proper studio release, I think I think it's Shaun of the Dead. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought he was known before that. He was known for, like, TV. He did Spaced. He did certain uh, sketches and stuff on the Paramount Comedy Channel. Um, uh, Mash and Peas was a sketch show with David Williams and Matt Lucas, later of Little Britain fame. Okay. Uh, and he directed some of the stuff on there. So he, yeah, he okay. uh, he did a, a French and Saunders um, special, I think. So he'd mainly been in kind of in the the um, TV world, but then Spaced okay. was kind of uh, a sitcom shot in a kind of filmic kind of way and using lots of different cool things and yeah. obviously wearing his influences and his loves and passions and geekery on its sleeve. Um, lots of homages and whatnot, um, and then yeah. So he did Shaun of the Dead. He did Hot Fuzz. He did World's End. Uh, and then he did Scott Pilgrim. Oh yes. Um, and that is pretty much it. He was. He was. Really, that's it. I think so. He was going to be doing Ant Man, um, but then that fell through, um, and Peyton Reed ended up taking it on. But interestingly, obviously, Ant Man ended up being kind of a heist film. Mm-hmm. Baby Driver ends up being a heist film. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, um, very possible that there are similarities and um, things that he may have planned for Ant Man and then kind of metamorphosized into this film, which is quite interesting. Um, so, what what would be a uh, a spoiler free um, kind of synopsis of the setup of this story? Um, okay, so there's the main guy, Baby. Baby? His name's Baby? B-A-B-Y, Baby. B-A-B-Y, Baby. And he's kind of gotten caught up with some unsavoury types. Uh-oh. Um, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. And he is trying to um, kind of pay off his debt to uh-huh. Kevin Spacey because he previously had stolen a car that belonged to Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. that um, had some kind of things in it. 
that he needed or sure. whatever. Um, so he's doing these heists with these people, um, and he's the driver mm-hmm. uh, because he's a very good driver. Very good driver. And very he good wants to thief of cars. Thief. Um, yes, and he wants to kind of get out of that world. So he's just trying to pay off his debts that. As ever, Uh-oh. things don't go to plan. Don't go to plan. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, and he kind of wants to do one one last job to kind of pay off. Well, he's do- he does two or three, doesn't he? Yeah, two, well, he, yeah, two maybe. at the beginning, and then it's but then he gets kind of yeah pulled back into it. But I mean, yeah, yeah, he every- wants to pay off his debt. Yeah, he doesn't want to be a getaway driver. Yeah, but he gets dragged back into it. Um, so. Producer's pitch. Did you do a producer? No, no, because no, we're changing it, aren't we? Yes. We're changing it. That's what you told um, me. That's what I told you, and that's what I'm sticking to, baby. So the producer's pitch of your was good and was fun, but I didn't think it necessarily served the, the purpose that it was designed to as well as it could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, this is a spoiler-free review. Hopefully people will be listening to this, trying to decide... Should I go and see this film? Mm. Um, and so instead, the question that, well, the, 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 rather than the sentence, you'll love this film, it's like X meets Y, mm-hmm. instead we'll be completing the sentence, you'll love this film if you love X and Y. Mm-hmm. So, Tiffany B, what are your X and Ys? What will people, if people, finish the sentence. Okay. Uh, just two? Uh, did... Well, yeah, okay. Um, I think if you love the town... Okay, yeah. Um, or the Italian job... Nice. Then That's you a good will one. love this film. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I think the similarities are fairly obvious, but they're both to do with... So the town, I thought, because it's kind of like from the bad guy's side. Yep. The robbers. Yeah. Um, so I was looking for a film where you might relate to the people who mm-hmm. are, you know, doing the heists. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, a lot of heist films focus on the kind of the robber versus the policeman or the detective yeah. who's trying to figure it out, and this wasn't that kind of film. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't think that one was as much. No. It's somewhat, but. Yeah. Um, both of John Hamm. Yeah, that's true. John Hamm. In both, bringing delight. To everyone, just just a just a dashingly handsome face to both. Um, yeah, so I think that was similar, and there was there was like kind of parallels between there being some crazy characters mm-hmm. who uh, kind of pull the semi good guy, yeah. kind of back into this life. Yeah, um, you know, someone wanting to get out of it, mm-hmm. and then other people kind of pulling him back, and then uh, the Italian job because of the. Cars, obviously, yeah. driving, and similar kind of heist type of film. Although I yeah. think that one's a bit more kind of comedic, I would yeah. say, in its tone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think if you like that kind of thing, um, you like getting to know those kind of characters, Yeah. Um, that you would like this. Nice. Good. Yeah. What were yours? Well, see, I... Yeah, okay, so I, I did a slightly different thing and wasn't necessarily oh. with specific films, but I can attribute it to specific films as well. Okay. Um, so you will like this film if you like car chases and young love. 
Oh, I see. Oh, I misunderstood. But that's fine. But it's, it, it's, it all achieves the same effect. I see. Um, but the car chases, yeah, from like the Italian job or from a kind of gone in 60 seconds type of thing because that's a kind of guy who's very good at something reluctantly mm. pulled back into the world of crime. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's lots of cool kind of car stuff going around and this is just chock-a-block full of mm. like ridiculously good car stuff. Yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, so there's that and then the young love. I mean, it's diff- it's, I feel like it's difficult to... to um, come up with a comparison because I genuinely feel like this is one of the best kind of we were saying when we walked out like there's a lot of films that we will kind of bemoan or kind of roll our eyes out a little bit in like kind of actiony action adventure kind of films where there's a love story that's not given enough time mm. and that they just say well there's these two people and they share one scene and they're laughing at each other and they're both obviously movie star attractive so obviously they're now in love and you don't buy it at all. Mm. You, they're in love because the film tells you they're in love. But with this film, I feel like it did a really good job of setting up the relationship mm. um, in a way that I... The only, the only one, and I went through a list of films to try and work out what it could be, um, and the one that I came up with was The Amazing Spider-Man, um, which is not the best Spider-Man film uh, out there. It's got its moments, which is lovely, and one of the, the strong points of that, and the second one, the second one's worse, but it still has this benefit, is Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone and their relationship and their kind of chemistry with it. Mm. Um, you kind of really, you believe it. Um, you believe that they really get on and they really have a connection. Um, and so, yeah, that's so, yeah. Okay. That's what I would say. And I think, yeah, if you like cut, and those are two things that don't often go together. No, no. Strange bedfellows, true. but um, yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a film because I'm not a big kind of car chasey, actiony unless it's done really really well, like in the Bourne films or something. Like action films don't yeah. have the same draw for me as they do for a lot of people. Um, I'm more on the kind of young love yeah. <laughs> situation than the thing, but it's um, yeah. I feel like it's it's. A, a film for yeah car chases that that has great car chases for people that don't necessarily love car chase movies, and you know young love that for people that don't necessarily love, love um, you know kind of romantic films. Yeah, I agree. And would you recommend it to a friend? I would. One hundred percent. Yes. It's great. Yeah. So go and see it. If you haven't seen it, go and see it. If you have seen it, then stick around, baby, because we're about to get into spoiler territory with our patented five point rating system let's have a jingle now we're just about to spoil this film so i'm telling you it won't be groovy if you listen any further without watching the movie it's spoilers so so we're into spoilers now yes we're deep into spoilers um do you want to go first or shall I go first? Um, I'll go first, but I, I'm almost positive it will be your point as well. Oh. Since you've already kind of made it. Sure. Um, which was the the love story yeah. between the two main characters. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah, I think you mentioned like a lot of films try to depict love quickly, which yeah. is, you know, is 
it must be a problem for filmmakers. Like, how do we depict them falling in love? Mm. Like, in a scene. Yeah. Efficiently. Yeah. Um, And I tried to think of it, and I, I mean, yeah, obviously, I thought, I agree with you, I thought it did really, really well, that you really believed it, and you really wanted them to, like, end up together. Yeah. In a way that I haven't really felt with a film for a long time that I can think of. Um, And, yeah, I was trying to think, why? What does it do? Mm. And I honestly, I'm not sure what it did. I thought it was quite, um, like, inventive with the the way it shot the scenes. And Mm -hmm. I love the kind of them twirling around each other in the um, laundry in the laundrette type thing and and it was like it really gave an impression of them wanting to be near each other but not quite ready to like touch each other yeah but having this kind of connection like almost this physical kind of magnetic connection between them that was really that was um yeah very kind of sweet yeah um yeah and and genuine and they had these little kind of this I think dialogue would have played into it mm-hmm. a lot. I think the way it was shot would have played into it a lot. Um, and I think the actors, both of whom were very kind of compelling. Yeah. Very kind of, um, I don't know what, like, yeah, magnetic maybe, to use that word again. But just very, yeah, very, they drew you in. To yeah. Them and... You just really liked them and believed them. I feel like there's maybe a part of it that, that is the fact that everybody else in the film is kind of skeezy. Yeah. Kind of dirty. And so this is like this little yeah. kind of beacon of niceness and, and kind of just innocence. Yeah. Um, in the middle. Which is not to say that they're, you know, it's all very kind of chaste because you no. do feel like there's a great deal of like sexual yeah. kind of underlying stuff. Like, yeah, like you mentioned the, the laundromat scene. Mm. I thought that was really good, just having all that body language and stuff. And it's yeah. again, that's not going to be in the script. No, that's just that closeness. And and sometimes you kind of, I mean, we joke about it sometimes where characters end up like they're just talking in a scene, but they will end up two inches from each other's yeah. face, and it's like, oh, come, like nobody's yeah, actually convenient. Yeah, but it, it wasn't quite that. But it was, it was still like you could tell that there was a yeah, yeah an a, almost touchingness yeah. of it. That is very kind Tantalizing. of... Yeah. In that kind of... And not one to make it too grand, but like the, the creation of Adam. Yeah. In the, in the Sistine Chapel of like, the fingers almost touch. Yeah. But they don't quite touch. And if they touch, then the, the drama of it's lost. It's the it's the chase as opposed to the, yeah. you know, the final thing. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I, I guess... Yeah, it just felt believable. Mm. And I think, like I said, that was partly for dialogue. Yeah. Often love scenes you know, all those kind of early love scenes yeah. will be very kind of cliched and annoying yeah. and like nobody talks like that type of thing. Um, but you kind of, yeah, believed it a lot. It felt, I feel like, it yeah, felt her, quite genuine. her being a waitress kind of allowed her to get away with certain bits because you feel like, you know, especially in America here, it's yeah. like, you know, it can be a little bit more forward yeah a little bit more talkative than they might be elsewhere yeah um but in a way that's like well i'm just a waitress that's why i'm a waitress i'm very talkative and i you know yeah. connect well with people and i get good tips and blah 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 yeah so you kind of it allowed them to push it a little bit far in the beginning but then once they started talking it was all yeah and then you got the really nice bit where 
she mentions a song that he doesn't know and then it shows him immediately going to the shop buying yeah. the record and then listening to the record and he's learned the record and just yeah. things like that just show show rather than him saying wow I'm really into this girl yeah that shows it yeah and I just think that's a really nice I mean that was yeah that was the first point that I wrote down yeah love story absolutely yeah 100%. it was really nice it really was nice. really nice to see and yeah, you were a hundred percent like behind them. Yeah. In a way that you know, and I can be quite cynical with Very love cynical. stories, and I wasn't with those. Yeah. With this one, I was really behind it. Yeah, a lot of the time, like I say, you kind of, you you will be behind. You will understand that two characters will get together mm. more than you will be willing them to get together. Yeah. Yeah. You'll understand like, well, she's obviously the lead, and he's obviously the lead, and they're yeah. both attractive, and they're you know. Yeah. They share scenes, so there's going to be a love story here. Yeah. But here you, you felt what they were feeling and you wanted them to go ahead with it, and that was really good. Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that was point one for me as well. And point two, as I said in the spoiler free section, was the car chases. Um, yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Just absurdly good. Yeah, that was also my second point. Oh. Yes. I also agree, yeah. I thought they were really... Yeah, I think you made a good point that it's, like, four people that aren't that into driving. Yeah. Um, It was all just very, kind of, like, tense as well. Yeah. Um, And very, yeah, very well done so that you were yeah. really, like, ooh, like, behind it and yeah. it looked cool. Yeah. Uh, but it also looked kind of real. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's It's not... It's he's not good at driving cars in the way that I don't know. I mean, it's not the same these days, but like in the back in the day that James Bond would have been good at driving cars. It was yeah. very much in that Gen- Jason Bourne good at driving cars yeah. thing of he, and it's it's that glorious Jason Bourne thing of he's not super, he's not whatever, he's just really good at this. Yeah. And he, you know, it's it's not easy. Yeah. But he can do it. Yeah, and he messes up sometimes. Messes up. Things like, don't always work out. Yeah, yeah. But he, yeah. he's always then thinking, right, what's the next? Yeah. How thing? do I get out? How do I get of this out of this? Yeah. Um, and it was always very, again, it's something that's often levelled at, at bad action directors, um, especially at uh, like Michael Bay in his action scenes of it being quite difficult to follow. Mm. But with this was all very clearly kind of delineated right this happens then this happens mm. then this happens you know what's happening you yeah, know where they're that's going true, yeah. you know where, where all the characters are in relation to each other yeah. or you know what, whatever might be happening so um, yeah I just, I just yeah. think it must be such a skill Yeah, such a skill to be able to shoot action scenes in that way and I'm sure yeah. he got help that I'm sure you know his director of photography and his you know I know particularly on the Bourne films haven't watched some of the special features that there are, you know, specific people whose job is that. Like yeah. they, they will help shoot action scenes because yeah. they, you know, got that kind of knowledge or whatever. But um, yeah, just whoever it was and however it, they got it done, they got yeah. it done really, really well. And I thought also they had a good, with the action, the driving, they had a lot of kind of um, peaks and troughs to it. Yeah. So it was kind of like they think they've got away and then they haven't. Yeah. And then, you know, it wasn't constant, like, things blowing up and, like... Colour and mayhem. And yeah. Blah. It was kind of like... I don't know. They they were driving on normal roads and, like, having a lot of near misses and, yeah. like, kind of just squeezing in and then mm. trying to take a shortcut and know that hasn't worked. They're still there. And, um, you know, things like that. So, what's your next point? So we've both got Young Love... 
We've yeah. both got car chases. Yeah. Dare we split our choices at any point during this? Or are we going to stick to the same things the whole way through? Tiffany B, what have you got? Uh, my next point, which I also think you're going to have, Uh-oh. is the editing. Oh, <laughs> it's not. Oh, well, it should be. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought the editing was very kind of interesting. And In what way? Wait a second. Sure. And like uh, had a large impact on the pace of the overall film. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think you mentioned it before, but um, uh, like maybe when we were walking home, that like editing together the bits of him like making the sandwich and like going to the you know there were lots of kind of different just like shots like two or three shots to tell a little bit of a story okay um together which served to kind of rush through things that weren't that relevant or yeah. interesting or yeah what, well I guess they were relevant and interesting but it was it was told in a more relevant and interesting way yeah than it could have otherwise you been. didn't need to see the whole thing to get yeah yeah and it kind of um, yeah sped it up a bit which I like mm. I always appreciate that yeah um, and uh, yeah like was interesting a little bit different mm-hmm. um, and yeah I felt like it kind of made uh, a good pace for the overall film yeah um yeah, and I think having seen, we recently watched Shaun of the Dead. Yes, we did. Again, um, that seems to be his kind of thing. Yeah. His kind of uh, particular kind of trademark of sorts, um, of just kind of very quick edits and quick like yeah. changes and um, also kind of it's not like that all the way through because yeah. that would become I think a bit jarring or a bit annoying. A bit um, wearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I like that. I thought it was different and mm. interesting. And there were quite a few different times where different like cuts were made, um, and then I don't know the way in which it was cut was some of the things like you might expect like towards the end when um, John Ham's characters in the you know in the diner with yeah. uh, the girl. And I don't know, I think there were just parts of it, the way it was, I can't, you know, I'm not sophisticated enough in that field to know mm-hmm. exactly what was done, but it was just the way in which it was put together was kind of very snippy, yeah, very fast, and like made the story a little bit more surprising than it might otherwise have been. Interesting. Like, because I think maybe I would have, I kind of expected Kevin Spacey to be there. Yeah. But, um... I don't know, the, the pace with which it was edited made it a little bit more like, oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, and there are a couple of other examples, but um, yeah, I really like that as well. Well, I didn't put editing, but I did put surprises. Oh. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think Kevin Spacey's death was very surprising. Yeah. Um, I thought that, um, yeah, it, it, it's kind of... Tropy. And I suppose it's, it's kind of indicative of Edgar Wright's style with the zombie film, the buddy cop action film, and the alien invasion film with the Cornetto trilogy. Mm-hmm. To It's not quite to the level of like parody, but it will take conventions of 
mm. certain genres of films and it will kind of play with them a little bit. Yeah. And I suppose that, you know, um, the, the surprise of, ha- the, you know, the, the, the expectation is that the big boss mm. doesn't get touched. Or if he gets touched, he gets killed by the main guy. Yeah, and that he's the main bad guy. Yeah. Which it wasn't. Which, uh, you know, the, yeah, the, 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 ultimately it came, it came down to Baby versus Buddy. As yeah. opposed to Baby versus whatever the fuck Kevin Spacey's name mm. was. Um, yeah, and so, like, having that surprise um, uh, in the diner where the, the policeman goes out and then John Hamm turns around and then done, yeah. shoots him just straight off. It doesn't... Yeah. The, these little things, I mean, it doesn't take a lot of them for you to kind of get Keep put on the back foot. Toes. A bit, yeah. Because... With any kind of film, really, that, that isn't, you know, kind of an indie, oh my God, we're so different kind of film. With any kind of decently budgeted film, there's certain expectations and there's certain, you know, genre conventions that you naturally just assume are going to continue because that's what is the case for 99% of films. Um, and so when a couple of them are kind of turned a little bit and a little you know there's there's some little things going on that you don't necessarily expect um yeah it kind of like you say it keeps you on your toes it kind of makes you kind of sit up and pay attention you're not able to let it just wash over you because you've got to pay attention to it because not everything that you think will happen absolutely um i think that was really good and that that was you know uh, successful in some ways not necessarily successful in other ways but the fact that there were surprises um, yeah, it certainly kept it interesting. Mm. Yeah, I kind of have another similar point, actually, Uh-oh. which was um, around, yeah, I thought it was interesting choice of, like, bad guy, main bad guy. Okay, yeah. Towards the end. Um, because you have different candidates, right? You mm-hmm. have, obviously, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um, and then you have Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx seems the most dangerous. a very kind of... Um, I don't know what, like, good, bad guy. Yeah. In the sense that you really don't like him. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of killed off very quickly. In part because you hate Jamie Foxx. No, but I mean, he, was, <laughs> he wasn't played to be liked, no, yeah, was he? Just, but, so. yes, I don't like him. <laughs> um, I think playing a dick comes far too easily <laughs> for him. <laughs> um, you want to shock me, Jamie Foxx? Play a nice guy. Yeah, you know? Like, Play someone I care about. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was too much of a stretch, personally. <laughs> but I don't know him. I'm sure he's wonderful. Maybe he's just an amazing actor. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, um, <laughs> he does play a very good idiot. Or not idiot, it's not the right word. Like, nasty person. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, and he could easily have been the main yeah. bad guy because he's crazy and seems t- entirely unhinged mm. and, you know, like, difficult for someone like Baby to deal with. Yeah. Being younger. Because John Hamm is, like, is set up to be quite, you know, he's quite reasonable. genial. He's reasonable, yeah. Yeah, he's... yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, he kind of becomes unhinged. But it is interesting because, it obviously, I think that the... I thought it was an interesting choice... And partly it becomes interesting because obviously he loses his girlfriend or yeah. wife. And, um, yeah, so it gives him a hold over baby or a yeah. kind of, um, you know, score to settle. Yeah. Because he obviously has something to lose there. Yeah. He has a girl that he loves or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah I really liked that um and and I felt that that kind of that part of it plus the the fact that he goes to jail mm-hmm. kind of um plays into similar to what you were saying like not very cliched you're very yeah. like oh oh yeah okay I mean in fairness of course he has to go to jail because how many people have died in the course of their robberies mm-hmm. and or seriously injured or whatever you know um that he was a part of so just because you like him you kind of have to kind of be like well yeah but but how many did he kill well I don't know precisely but driving the way he drove potentially quite a lot well he killed Jamie Foxx that alone is just because we don't like Jamie Foxx's character doesn't mean you can be like well it's okay to kill people because they're not nice so it's fine but Ben Affleck kills people in, in the town spoiler alert you mentioned the town before and that's I think that's a very apt comparison um, but I don't necessarily think you should get off with murder I just thought that was a good film <laughs> but you want him to get away with it no you, I, I don't know that I well yeah I guess you do but you know that if he gets caught he has to go to jail yeah of course yeah um, but you know and in some senses you're kind of like well but cinema is very good at kind of taking bad guys and, and you know people who are morally you know well, not necessarily morally, but like that, that that kind of go on the other side of the law. But you still want them to get away with it. You still want them to, you know, they're the hero of the story, and you want them to to prevail. Yeah, you do, but exactly, and that's why I'm saying it's different. Yeah, because it's not oh, like definitely. every other film yeah. that is just like oh, and then they get away. Yeah, I thought it was refreshing and interesting. Yeah, that you can still have a hero that is punished by. Yeah, you know the state, the government, whatever. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it kind of should... It's just, I just thought it was different and it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I mean, it's somewhat unrealistic that she would wait for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, not entirely, so... Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, we can't, we can't kind of extol the, the love story for being particularly yeah. good and then... But it is five years. <laughs> it's five years. And I'm pretty times. sure they went on one date. Yeah. Like, I don't get me wrong, I love their love story. Yeah. But it is, like, quite a lot to ask. Um, but, yeah, so I, I just thought it was interesting. Mm. That you kind of think they're going to get away with it when they're in the car at the yeah. end. And then there's the police there and he's kind of like, no. Yeah. This is, like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they obviously suggest that he has a lot of people vouching for him mm-hmm. to say, you know, he's not a bad guy. He was just caught up with the wrong crowd. Yeah. And he only gets five years. Bear in mind, he killed a man. Yeah. Like, that's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was interesting. I thought it didn't follow the, yeah, similar point to you, mm. I guess, that it was kept you on your toes, didn't follow the norm. The genre conventions. Yeah. And I thought it was all the better for it. Interesting. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about the jail because that's oh, a negative. Oh, I knew that was going to be your negative. For me. Um, How dare anyone get justice just because we like them? I disagree with your tone entirely. Um, I feel like um, I desperately wanted him to get away with it at the end. I desperately wanted them to, because I believed so much in them and the, the film went to such lengths to say that he was a good guy. Yeah. That he gives 
the ba- the woman her baby back. He gives the woman her bag back. He's looking after the old deaf man. He's really nice to the girl. He doesn't. That he he's affected by Jamie Fox, not uh, killing all of those people. He doesn't shoot that guy, even though he's you know clearly a bad guy when he's running away and the others have to kill him. Um, there's so many points where they say he's a good guy, mm. and he kills Jamie Fox, but Jamie Fox is a piece of shit. Um, so I think in terms of in movie terms, yeah, he's not spotless, and you know in court obviously he is going to get sent down but I would have been much happier had he had they had one more bit of amazing baby driving um, and to have them riding off in the sunset together that would have that ending would have sent me out of the cinema flying I think yeah um, as opposed to almost flying as I was um, it was yeah it was it was disappointing to me Oh, really? I understand why they did it. I understand the blah, 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 blah. But for me, from an enjoy, purely enjoy, purely kind of personal enjoyment point of view, which is what Flix is all about, it's very subjective, it's very, you know, um, kind of celebrates subjectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just, like, I understand, yeah, like I say, I understand why they did it, but I would have much preferred it if they hadn't, if they'd stuck with that genre convention of him weaving out doing some tricksy shit um, and then just yeah having them riding off into the sunset down freeway something and with the tunes blaring and all that good stuff well so yeah I disagree but yeah I, I know what you mean you do kind of want that but sometimes you have to I don't know yeah I think it's refreshing to see something different yeah. I think maybe, you know, we wouldn't be discussing this in as much detail if it had just done that. We'd just been like, oh, yeah, and then they get away with it. Unless it was another really good bit of car chasing. Okay, stuff. yeah. But then, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I must say, though, on the ending point, which sure. is my last point and my only negative point... Negative. Um, ...was around Kevin Spacey and the character for the end. Yeah. So he is this kind of very... Yeah, cold, mm-hmm. um, heartless, very, yeah. very kind of, you know, typical kind of mob bossy type. Although he's not a mob boss, but what, Crime boss. whatever he is, yeah, yeah. Um, guy who seems unmoved mm-hmm. and uninterested in in anything but getting the money. Yeah, uh, and then at the end, he suddenly seems to care. And, you know, basically risks his... Well, loses his life. Yeah. For them. Because... because And he just... It's like one line, I was in love once. Yeah. And you're like, come on. Which doesn't ring true at all because he's already he's already made that... that got that awesome line yeah, of... Where he friends like your girlfriend, She's very pretty. Let's keep her that way. Yeah. Just think, oh, that's such a, a cool line. Yeah. That to show shits I'm completely heartless. Yeah. I have no... I'm entirely ruthless. Yeah. Don't mess with me. And I know, obviously, you know, that was a front and people yeah. say things like that to threaten people. What, that they don't necessarily mean but I just thought I feel like it kind of undervalued the work they'd done up until that 
up until that point yeah. to make him such a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. To make him the reason that Baby didn't get out of it when he should have or yeah. could have. Um, and then it's like, oh no, he's a nice guy, really. Yeah. You think, oh, okay, well, so if he really pushed him earlier, maybe it would have been. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it just seems to come out of nowhere. Yeah. And I feel like it was just a vehicle for the ending without any thought to that character. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they absolutely could have done that, but they needed to set it up. Yeah. And need it wouldn't to have like taken them. a lot. No. Like I was saying, in the scene where he pulls him out of the restaurant and he's talking to him and he's saying, I've never done a job without you. Yeah. Like since I've met you, you're like my lucky charm. Yeah. If they if Spacey or they had just put in a little bit more either desperation on his part like he needs baby there or a little bit more I don't know that he almost misses him in some way that there's this kind of father son kind of vibe going on or just something yeah so that this yeah this oh I was in love once too you know it doesn't so directly contradict him Mm. or even at that point where he says blah 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 don't whatever yeah if we have a shot of Spacey that Baby doesn't see, so we have information that Baby doesn't. Yeah. So Baby thinks that he's this heartless piece of shit. Yeah, because he we... does have to think that, I think. Absolutely. But we see that Spacey's looking at them yeah. with a little twinkle in his eye and like, yeah, go on. Yeah. Go for it, yeah. Baby. That's really or like... good. I'm happy that you're happy. Yeah, or even if he'd had... If if Kevin Spacey's character had some kind of grudge against the John Hamm character. Yeah. Or, you know, some yeah. kind of... Do you know what I mean? There yeah. needed to be something. Yeah. Because he's, there's no indication that he has any connection or, I don't know what, like sentiment, positive yeah. sentiment yeah. towards Baby and the girl at mm. any other point. No. And then he risks and ultimately loses his life yeah. to give them a shot at a life together. Mm. It just doesn't ring true. And if, also, if... Because the, at the end, the people that shoot him are the, like the police who were kind of in cahoots with the dodgy police, with the weird guy and little guy in the suit and stuff, who's talking about pork. Yeah. So if that was a possibility, yeah. why would he not have... Like, it makes him seem stupid for not yeah. foreseeing that. Yeah. And, and saying, well, let's do the job anyway. Yeah. Because, like, if that was... On the cards, if the people were that dangerous, yeah, then surely when he finds out that Jamie Foxx has done that, yeah, shits himself and immediately tries to make it right or gets the fuck out of town, yeah. So it just makes him seem like double yeah. stupid. Yeah, he kind of crumbles so very quickly Immedi- at the yeah, end. Immediately, and it's just like, oh, you weren't very yeah. good, at, you know. I don't know. It just didn't seem right to me. No, it seemed really weird. Yeah. And kind of like, huh? What? Yeah. Like, I, I can get him letting Baby take the tape. Yeah. I can get him even giving them the money. I yeah. can get that, that he's whatever. But then he needs to fucking yeah, walk away. disappear yeah. into the And be ether, like, okay, take your stuff get and Get in a go fucking away. helicopter. And yeah. he's, getting out to, he's getting out of the game, yeah. maybe, because the heat's on him and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, and of course he would have an escape plan. Yeah. He would have a route of to, like, what do I do if it all goes wrong? Mm. 
like and I, this is my, you know, this is my new identity. Yeah. This is the car that I'll take. Yeah. This is the people that will pick me up or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll burn all this stuff, yeah. whatever. But it was just completely like, oh yeah, I don't really know what to do yeah, now. Yeah, it undermined the space you can. Yeah. Like, and I felt like that was important really to the story. Yeah. And so when that fell apart, it was a little bit like, oh. Yeah. It was a little bit messy towards the end. Mm. It did get a little bit messy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I re- I really liked it overall. So I'm not gonna hold that against it entirely. But I thought it was quite a yeah. quite a An fundamental well. mistake. Yeah. Or anomaly to the story. Mm. When you like, when you look back, and most films have this, but this felt like a film that shouldn't have that. Yeah. Because it was very tight in very every tight. other way. Yeah. And very kind of well thought out. Yeah. And then that was just like, it was just a very strange. Thing. And they didn't even do that. It didn't really achieve anything. No. Because like he a, dies. Aside and that's from it. giving them the money, like giving them the money to which yeah, they don't and he doesn't get away. Money. So it's like, had he just then give yeah. them the money and then fucked off how would that scene have changed like, yeah. and then John Hamm shows up and they have the whole thing yeah. as you had it it would have just been that first yeah. bit when they get out of the lift it did just seem yeah oddly inconsequential yeah for like the main battle. yeah for him to have this massive kind of sacrifice effectively yeah. of himself mm. I just come on and save yourself like yeah like, come on Kev like I was in love once well, and also like well, tell us about that then. Like, should yeah. we know about that? Is that as important enough of a motivation for you to risk your life yeah. for this boy that you seemingly have no emotion for? Like, shouldn't we know about this love story? That's or right. shouldn't it be, you know? Yeah. Like, shouldn't we know even just not through him, maybe through the other people that he works mm. with? Or, I don't know. It really didn't... It really kind of annoyed me. Because, you know, when you really mm. like something... And then it does something silly or that you really don't like. Yeah. And you're like, oh, why'd you do that? I yeah. would have loved it if you hadn't have done that. Yeah. It was a bit of a, a, almost a kind of deus ex machina kind of thing. Of yeah. Like this inconsequential thing that just happens to help them massively at the, at the 11th hour. That, you know, come on. Yeah. But I don't want to leave it on that. No, it feels negative. Let's leave it with a positive. Okay. My final point is the getting coffee sequence. Oh, yeah. Just... Yeah, that was kind of very tight. I mean, you've well, got the it? you've got the awesome um, Shaun of the Dead going to get the Coke or going to get the Diet Coke sequence. The two yeah. sequences: one is normal, the other is with After all the zombies. Things, yeah, um, which is great, and that's fantastic. But this was just that, like this. This felt logical. It was like that plus mm. thirteen years of filmmaking. Yeah, it's like what can you do now? And it felt very musical as well. Yeah. I mean, it obviously was musical. Yeah. It felt Sorry, almost... I'm not sure. Shut up, Alexa. It felt almost um, La La Land-ish. Yeah. In that it was written in, you know? Yeah. And the music. And actually, yeah. there was a lot of that throughout the film, wasn't there? Yeah, a lot of music was a very... Actually, surprised we neither of us said that. But yeah, that was a big part. Yeah. But yeah, I did. Sorry, I really like the coffee thing. I, mean, as I suppose well. yeah, this is is a kind of if, this was the most distilled version of that. But yeah, the music all the way through and the kind of gunshots in time with the music, it just feels really makes you feel happy. I yeah, think. there's something really joyous about. Mm. Like I said, the 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 sound and the image kind of dovetailing so perfectly. Yeah. 
and but yeah, this was uh, incredible. Like the the obviously the the one in Shaun of the Dead is on a quiet street and there's no cars going by and it's just a few people and a few extras and you can set it all up and then it's all good. But this was like across streets, there's cars going, there's people going in and out yeah. of the thing, there's all kinds of shit. The lampposts have the lyrics on the thing. Yeah. He's doing the thing. It goes into the shop and then comes out of the shop. Yeah, it's like a whole choreographed it's just thing. masterful. Yeah. Masterful. Um, yeah, it just made me so happy. It, yeah. was, it was one of those things where you just catch yourself just smiling yeah. like a goon at the screen. Just think, this is, this is pretty special. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I thought it was very good, that. Yeah, it just made me very happy. Yeah. It was a very nice. And I do think, yeah, the music throughout was very good. Yeah. It was very well thought out. And just the presence of music mm. is always nice. I, I, always, I always enjoy a film that has like really kind of heavy music links yeah. you know so it's not necessarily musical but that they've given a lot of thought and yeah. time to what music goes with this and what music should be playing now I thought it was interesting that there were certain musical cues that the actual music didn't necessarily fit the tone of the scene but it still worked like they'd play a happy song a, a thing but because it was a happy song that sounded a certain way it still kind of fit yeah and one of one of them they explained one of them was when he's super sad after Spacey makes him get rid of the car that has the dead guy in it mm. and then he puts on uh, Easy by mm. Lana Ritchie oh yeah that's and you think that seems kind of weird but it kind of fit but then later on it's like his mum singing that on yeah. the tape so that makes sense but there was another one I feel like it was in the diner where it was like kind of a happy song, but it fit really well with the tension of him and Buddy and oh. um, Deborah. It yeah, I don't know, just yeah, some odd choices, but they work really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that as well. Nice. So, what did you give it overall? So four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. I you? Like four. Yeah. It was a high four though. Yeah, I think that Kevin Spacey thing. Really tainted. It was a bit of a deal breaker for me. Really? That was that one point. Gone. Yeah. Because otherwise, my, my last point probably would have been the music. Yeah. It would have a been lot of, a five out of five. Yeah, a lot of it. When I was watching it, I was like, this is just. Yeah. This is this. It was is really pretty flawless. To watch. Yeah. And then it just kind of suffered a little bit at the end. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah. But overall, very enjoyable still. Yeah. Like, I think maybe I was enjoying it a lot and so potentially being a little bit overly critical um, yeah because you know if, in the way you do when you really like something disappointed that something yeah. isn't perfect like, yeah. oh fucking come on man you did everything else right yeah just exactly. stick the ending yeah um, um, yeah so yeah I would definitely recommend it and I would probably watch it again I think yeah yeah it keeps up the high standard for uh, Edgar Wright films yeah it maintains I think World's End be the worst still I don't. I don't see. And there's that, still some. I have you not seen that? Wow, yeah. it's. I mean, there's still there's still some real good stuff in there, but just overall, it doesn't. I don't know. That's a that's a flicks for another time. Um, Tiffany B, thank you so much. Welcome. You're a you're a joy to speak with. It just it fills my heart with happiness to talk films with you. It really does. Um, and for you, dear listener, um, for for being a part of our uh, home life in the way that you are. Um, uh, for listening to this for listening to the next uh, flicks um, I have only one thing to say simply cheers